the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. So there have been times in my life where I have truly been fearful. Fearful of how fragile life really is. Fearful of, of where my life was going. Fearful of the challenges that I faced. When I lived in that fear, there was no room for God's love. And I was a mess. Luckily, we have a bowl here to collect the mess. <laughs> there have been also times in my life where I have felt like I had all the power in the world. That I could do anything I wanted to do, and I didn't need God. And I just did things on my own. And when I did it that way, it was a mess. And there were times in my life where I was very selfish. Don't look at Susan right now because she's probably nodding her head, right? So, um, but very, very much so. Times in my life where I was very selfish. And there were times, in those times, it was hard for me to be selfless. And it made a mess. And there were times in my life where, where you know, I just felt like I could do all things without God. Things were going so great that I didn't need God. And, and it was in those moments where then my life just turned out to become a mess. And then I realized through the power of, of God's grace and love, through the church and through forgiveness, that God is an amazing God. And, and in those moments, it was awesome. <laughs> you know? And when God forgave me of all the things that I did wrong, it was fun. And it was great. You know, that's what this lesson in the gospel is all about this morning. Is God's grace and love, God's grace and peace, God's joy that God has for all of us. Even in the midst of these challenging and fragile times that we live. You see, this gospel is not a punitive gospel. It's not saying, hey, when someone faults you, you take them aside and point out all their faults and make them feel horrible. This is actually a gospel that's saying, because we love each other so much, and because God loves us, that we actually would help each other walk that straight and narrow path of following Jesus Christ. And when we do act out of selfishness or out of our, our own power and not giving God the glory, when we act out of, out of our own pride and when we, we act not selflessly but selfishly, we can be pulled aside by the one who is walking with us, a friend, a, a partner, a spouse. And they can share with us out of love, we need to walk differently. And if that person then doesn't listen to you alone, you can bring a couple others along with you and help them to understand that God um, loves you, God forgives you, and God will reconcile this mess that we make. If that doesn't work, then Jesus says that you can turn to the church and turn to the elders of the church, which would be not, not just the clergy, but, but lay people and the people who are a part of this congregation. And, and I can tell you that, that this congregation has has over the last two years pulled me out of a miry pit, has taken the mess of, of my life in a, in a time where I felt like I, 
I didn't want to continue to be a priest and actually gave me hope once again and peace once again with, with who God has created me to be and who God has called me to be. And we can go to the church and the church can be a source of, of healing and, and grace and peace and love when, when we actually act out of God's love. Now here's the thing. Jesus says in the gospel that if, if those three ways of seeking reconciliation, forgiveness, and, and love with our friends doesn't work, he says treat them as if they were a Gentile or a tax collector. Who did Jesus hang out with the most? The Gentiles and the tax collectors. The people who were, were cast out, who were marginalized, who, who lived on the fringes. So this isn't saying that we kick people out of the church or that we kick them out of our lives. It's saying you start all back over again, seeking God's grace and love and forgiveness. God's reconciliation. You see, this is the process that we're in in our lives. No one is ever booted out because God loves us so much. And even in the midst of the times where we make a mess of our lives, God can take all of this and, and put it all back together. God's grace and love overcomes fear. God's call on our lives of acting selflessly overcomes our selfishness. God's mercy and joy overcomes any power that we would think we'd have on our own. God loves you. God loves me. And in the midst of that love, we are forgiven. We are renewed and we are restored in ways that we can't even begin to imagine or think about. In that grace and love, we, we know that when we are with other people who, who believe and, and that we can share openly with each other the, the, the struggles of our lives, we know that God is in the midst of us because we can feel God. We can feel God because it's in those moments that we actually find that joy and love and we are excited to be playing the game of life with one another. And it's in those moments that when we pray together, we know that God will answer our prayers and God is at work in our lives. We know that because we experience it and because we can realize God's answer to our prayers. This is the way life is. It's an amazing, amazing journey that we are on. And in the midst of these, these terrible times, in the midst of our struggles and, and the challenges that we face, I want all of us to be reminded that God loves us. God heals us. God restores us. God forgives us so that we can actually be restored, forgiven, and healed and take that restoration, healing, and love to others in the world. We hold it for ourselves, then they don't have the joy of playing the game with us. We experienced that yesterday. Earlier in the week, a couple young women from Jefferson High School emailed me and asked if they could come and serve at Sidewalk Saturday. I quickly replied to their email and said, yes, we'd love to have you there. And I said, I hope this doesn't deter you, but we'd love to see you at 7.45 a.m. 
two high school students at 7.45 a.m. on a Saturday, no doubt. I barely pressed send when I got an email back from the young woman who said, we will be there. We're looking forward to it. Now, isn't that amazing in and of itself? But what's even more amazing is that at exactly 7.45 on Saturday, the two young ladies walked up from Jefferson High School with their Jefferson High School t-shirts on, and they were ready to serve. And they worked so incredibly hard yesterday, working in all different areas of handing out clothing and food and, and talking to people. And, and I asked them at one point in time throughout the morning, why, why they were there, and they said they just wanted to give back because some of their friends had received food from the Jefferson High School canteen that we actually stock at the high school. Some of their friends who are, are more um, economically disadvantaged had received food from, from that snack bar to actually sustain their families over the weekends. They wanted to give back. Now, Karen Vonderbrugge is sitting here, and we didn't solicit this, but we said, we're so glad that you came when it came to the end of the morning. And both girls, um, almost in simultaneous stereophonic sound, said, it was great. We will be back. We loved serving. We loved serving. In and through the acts of those young ladies, I'm confident that some of the people who came yesterday, who felt that their lives were like this mess in this bowl, were actually restored to wholeness. They're actually given hope and peace. How do I know that? Because I've experienced it myself. You all have done that for me and my family. God continues to do that for all of us. And when we share that with others, it brings joy and satisfaction, fulfillment, embrace, wholeness, forgiveness that we can't find anywhere else except in the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. May it continue to be so. May more and more people come who have needs, and may more and more people come to serve, so that together, wherever two or three are gathered in his name, God would be in their midst, and that God's love and grace would prevail, and forgiveness would be known in all of our hearts, so that we can live restored and live in joy. Amen.